All right. Good evening, everyone. Uh, stand up a little bit. It's always an introductory offer, yeah, because you're the product basically, and there's no there's no advanced curriculum. It's always uh, it's every people call me and they say, "What are you going to talk about this week?" And it's the same as I did last okay. week, because really, in the view that I hold, it's there's no point to go any farther if this isn't clear. Yeah, because there's a dilemma you're going to run into, and you probably have run into it, where you'll hear a message such as this, and you will be feeling, let's say we were using this example last night, the message is represented by the statement, you're a lion. Yeah, so you hear the message, you're a lion. And for some of us, it, it feels good, it resonates, and maybe if you're feeling like a sheep, it would be nice to have some lion qualities, yeah? You'd be able to kick some ass and, you know, wouldn't be used for a sweater without your permission and stuff like that. So, so maybe you're keen on something being different. So the message is, you're a lion. So you're there and you hear, it's coming, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're liking it. Then it hits. And you may not know it, but your ear is formatted, yeah? As a sheep ear. So when you hear the message, I'm a lion, it gets translated into, I can become like a lion. That's not the message. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Okay, so now you go and hear it from a different person. I'm a lion, I'm a lion. Maybe they have a loving gaze and, you know, they're wearing, you know, flowing outfits and stuff. <laughs> or they're definitely much more convincing visually, yeah? So here again, you're a lion, you're a lion, you're a lion, and you're in agreement, you're a lion. And it goes in here, and you feel like you heard it, you're a lion, but it's translated into, I can become like a lion. Because there's a stubborn mental idea in place, which is the identification as a self. Yeah? The identification as a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. A thing. Yeah? A thing with attributes of no-thing. So, when there's the seeing going on, and let's say consciousness is in contact here, so it's seeing in a lot of ways, like in some animals, they see through smell, yeah? Some so, there's, the seeing is just awareness, let's say, and it goes through different gates, it, it facilitates, so the seeing displays a certain quality, like hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, smelling, yes? But the seeing isn't defined by that. So the eyes facilitate vision, but they're not seeing. Mm -hmm. The ears facilitate hearing, but they're not hearing. Mm -hmm. Yes? Yeah, all right. So that, so this feeling of being, a, it's a sense, yeah? A sense of, uh, of being a self, a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, represented by the body, but with the attributes of consciousness. I'm the one who's thinking, I'm the one who's seeing, I'm the one who's feeling, I'm the one who's tasting, I'm the one who's touching. So now, the body represents the doer of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, and touching, and it's obvious you're not doing these things, yes? If your eyes are open, you're going to see whatever flies by the window. You don't have a choice. Oh, I don't want to see an eagle today, and there comes an eagle. Yeah? It's because your eyes are awake, your eyes are open. They're not being controlled by you. What's happening is the, inf the information they're bringing back is being interpreted by the mental state. Yeah? To support its story that you're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity. Yes? 
You're the doer, you're the haver, you're the thinker, you're the feeler, you're the seer, you're the smeller. Okay? So this mental process, you weren't, it hadn't developed when you were a kid, a baby, but it grew as the body grew. Yes? And then it presented a story about life that you're the center of it. And so the I-ness, let's say that represents awareness of spirit, it doesn't matter, they're just terms, but the I-ness is moving through the you, yeah, the body, and yet then the mental state crowns this you, a special you called me, yeah, which separates me from all the other you's, yet in your experience I will always be a you. Yeah? From your experience of I, I am a you. From my experience of I, you're a you. I'm never going to think you're a me, because there's already one, and that's me, yes? So, there's all, it's like the one I, there's no one, but the I is looking out of all these camera locations, because that's what we are, in a way, yeah? We're seeing manifestation from a, per- a peculiar point of view. Like a camera was placed in a certain place, like for me, New York, and I saw things that way, okay? You're in Toronto, it's, it sees that way. So the eye is moving through all of these U's, and when the you, the body, senses the eye moving it, the mental process crowns it me, yeah? So now the body seems to have the t- attributes of spirit, but it's not a spirit, it's a thing. So it, it's claiming to have the attributes of no thing, moving through a thing, so it doesn't have to remember that it's moving through, it claims to movie, be moving from the thing. So I'm doing it, mm-hmm. I'm seeing, I'm hearing, and so it's funny because you have all these uh, processes going on that keep the body going, like your nervous system, the heart, this and that. It's obviously pretty clear we're not pumping the blood, or we both would have died. We would have been watching TV and forgot. Yeah? <laughs> we're not pumping the blood. We're not feeding the heart. We're not digesting the food. We're not do most of the power that is realize not to give us much power. <laughs> or this whole game would have gone on. Then we would have, we would have died in two seconds because we would have forgot. Oh, I forgot to breathe. Boom. You know, it would be over. So, but this this idea of I, it can't identi- It can't claim to be the digester because it's too freaking absurd. Yeah, it's not like I'm here sitting here. Uh, digesting while I can, I'm multitasking, I'm talking while digesting the burrito I ate earlier. Yeah? I'm not paying any attention to the burrito, the body's doing the whole, the, the whole business, yes? So now, so we won't claim that I'm the pumper of the blood or the beater of the heart, but we claim to be the doer of a much subtler physical brain process, which is thinking. Yeah? <laughs> we have an assumption that we're the thinker. Either we're the thinker, or we're what's being thought about. Mm-hmm. Yes? Either we're the object of the thoughts, or we're the subject of the thoughts. Yes? And so now, the thoughts seem to have the biggest sway in one's life. When you were a kid, it wasn't thoughts, right? It was conscious contact, touching, feeling, tasting, putting things in your mouth, all like this. That's how we were having contact. Slowly, but inevitably, all of the interest and attention that was being spent through all these different gates started to be contained in the one gate, the thoughts, yeah? So we're hearing the thoughts, and the thoughts became the dominant 
event. Yeah? And they started slowly, we lost the feeling of being alive, and we were given back an interpretation of life. So, when you are young, and when you're sort of chilled out from this identification of self, you'll see life is happening, very clearly. But usually, most people are living an interpretation that life's happening to me. It's totally different. It's still the same life, you know, what we call it, that same movement, that verbing going on constantly, but now it has a direction. It's happening to me. So now I'm rooted in a mental state called self-centeredness, which describes it perfectly. My whole attention and interest is centered on being a self. Yeah? And therefore, in this as the main agenda, whatever is used to facilitate the bondage of self, my interest and attention is wedded to that, yeah? So now the thoughts seem to be very difficult to pull yourself away from. One thought can ruin a whole day of panoramic experiences, yeah? One thought in the mental state can override a whole day of hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, seeing, and it will actually be more dominant than what's happening. Mm -hmm. So slowly but surely, many of us get displaced we're here, we can never be anywhere else. This is the incredible thing. All the thinking about yesterday and tomorrow happens now. Yeah. All the thinking about yesterday and tomorrow happens now. The, yesterday does never happen anywhere else but now. And tomorrow never happens anywhere else but now. So the thought system is thinking about you, and the thought system pictures us as a body. That's what it does. When it thinks about you, there's a feeling of being the body gets produced. Yeah? Because you couldn't remember you as a spirit. Because you would be the same spirit you are now, in every now you ever thought about. But the body can be in different situations and circumstances. Maybe I had black hair, and then I had blonde hair, whatever. So, when my thoughts, when the thoughts, go back into the past, they think about me as a body. Yeah? So the thoughts think about me as a body, and what happens is I remember myself as a body when and where, now. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So the thought system thinks about me, mostly is preoccupied with there and then, because that's where I grow as a self. That's where I'm remembered, because self cannot generate and it's a sense right now, because there's no self. So, the generation of the feeling of being a self has to be built by or produced by memory. You think about it in the past, and you remember it now. You think about it in the future. What's going to happen to me two years from now? And you remember yourself as a body now. Happening all freaking day. That's why the thought system doesn't value now. Because it can, it can only use now by making it there and then to produce a sense of self. So a sense of self has to be remembered to seem to appear. It can't appear in and of itself because there's no in and of itself. You already have evidence in your own historical action figure life. As a baby, there was no sense of you. And you were, you were moving and eating and smelling and doing all this stuff. We grew out of it. 
and we got captured in this little mental porno theater, and the reason why we keep buying those tickets, eating those stale jujubes, and smelling those weird smells in our porno theater, is the movie's about us. We're obsessed. There's no way in hell your attention would go in someone else's head and think about them five years ago unless you wanted to get to sleep with them or borrow money from them, something like that. You're not that interested in it. The only reason why you're interested is it's because it's about you. So this idea, how many people have heard about the truth? But what was hearing the truth is the most important aspect. If what you're not hears the truth, it's going to make it into something. And you're not, something is not going to be the truth. What's catching the message is what, de- what defines the message. The message will never define you because it's pointing that there isn't one. The sense of you will define the message. And now we go to absurd lengths where we're trying to be a non-self as a self. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. It's truly insane. The non-self has, the self has only conceptual ideas what it would be like by its absence. Yeah? <laughs> and then it thinks that's what it would be like, so I'm now going to become a non-self, but as a self. Yeah? I'm going to add it to my repertoire. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nothing else is working. Maybe non-self will. <laughs> Maybe I'll get what I want if I'm a non-self. <laughs> so, there's this incredible stubborn delusion that you still want to be here to experience your own absence. which is your inherent state the state of the mental idea is absent it's so obvious that it's absent because it has to be remembered it doesn't get conjured up unless it's thought about unless it's reflected on yes so yeah alright so now we, we call going in the back remembering but it's the same thing by thinking about what's going to happen to you as a body in the future, that's a form of remembering. Because the mind remembers being a self here by thinking about it as a body in the future. Why do you think the thought system values yesterday and tomorrow more than now? You don't need a thought to respond to now. Yeah? And the thoughts you need are more like a working thought. Sort of like, where is that bolt? So, because I found the nut. Yeah? And then it arises to help you do a chore. And when the chore is done, it usually recedes. So that you're open and you're present with that spaciousness. Yeah? So the thoughts come up when needed. And they retreat when not. Not this giant weather front of thoughts about you all fucking day. Yeah? That's called the bondage of self. The bondage of self is just that. It's, you, it's not bondage to self. That would be giving self too much credit. It would be a thing then. It's the bondage of self. It's bonded by an idea that's constantly being reinforced and repeated. Yeah? So it can never produce bondage, but it looks like you're bound. Yeah? There's a lot of gaps, but it runs right over them, and you forget them, and it has a continuation, a story. And when you arise as a self, there's a feeling that you're the hysterical... You are hysterical. (laughs) You are the historical self. So, 
the sense of self arises now, and you feel like you've been arising, da 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 da, and you will be arising, da 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 da. It's made up. It's it's made up. It's not so. The whole dilemma that's causing so much dis-ease is that selfing is in a trap of its own making. Yeah? This mental process wants to be something it can never be. It can appear to be a self, but it can never become a self. So it has its first desire is to become a self which will always be thwarted. Yeah? Then it does a real tricky thing. It assumes it's something it doesn't want to be anymore. So it's constantly like a slinky. You constantly want to become something you don't think you are, and you want to become something you, you don't want, you want to become, some, become something other than what you think you are. Yeah? So it goes like this. I don't want to be, I don't want to be a loser anymore, and, uh, and go on and on, and the slinky generates itself. Yes? Desire constantly, a desire to become what it can never be. The highest level it can reach, it can seemingly be so to you. Yeah? It can appear to be so to you. You don't see the role you play. You and I, like the Course in Miracles says, lesson two, you and I give everything all the meaning it has. When something feels really real, where is it getting that reality from? If false evidence appears real, where is it getting the reality from? Not from itself, and not from any other false evidence. It's getting it from reality. By the identification of no thing with a thing, I'm distributing meaning from this thing to other things. I forget that I'm doing it, and now the other things can affect me greatly as a thing. This is what's happening every day. Every day, as the Course puts it so beautifully, you and I are the dreamer of this dream. We forgot that we're dreaming. And what interested me is how does that forgetfulness get reinforced? It's not like you forgot 23 years ago in Idaho and got stamped as a forgotten one. No, it's it's an act that's being offered all day. Yeah? There's a constant reminder, in a sense, to forget. If you're obsessed with self, you're in the state of forgetting your real nature. And you're living an acquired nature of a body, and as an action figure of this and that, someone who doesn't have what he wants and can lose what he has, and all this stuff. So, this, this drive, this drive of selfing, is this drive to become, but it can never fulfill the job. So it's a desire thwarted all the time. What is a desire thwarted? A very agitated state. Yeah? And the desire to unbecome what it thinks it is is also impossible because it was never that which it thought it was. So that, that desire is always never, never fulfilled. So what happens is you're in a state of agitation, the mental state. So when you come upon peace in that mental state of agitation... The thoughts that will arise is, will I have this peace tomorrow? That's not peace. Mm -hmm. Yes? Just what you see people in these programs are doing with the word enlightenment. Enlightenment means cessation of all suffering, yet the way we're hearing it and holding it, it's causing tons of agitation in people. Yeah? 
I'm not enlightened. That guy's enlightened. I can't fucking believe he's enlightened. <laughs> I've gone to more meetings than he has. I read Tony Parsons ten years before he heard from him. All this stuff. And so the, the idea of enlightenment, which is, means the cessation of all suffering, is being used to promote suffering. You don't see the irony of it? People are trying to get awake. You can't awake. You cannot get awake if you are awake. You know what I mean? There is nothing called more awake. There isn't. It isn't a a hierarchical situation. There's just awakeness. Dog shit awakeness. Yes? It's so ordinary, you miss it. Because you think it's going to be special. It's not special. It's the most normal state of all. Truly normal. You see blue is blue, red is red. You know, the sense of self is being produced all day, but you've left the theater, basically. Yeah? You see the marquee. Paul, starring in another catastrophe. I've seen that before, and you walk right away. Yeah? Because it's not you. It's like if I had a a movie theater, (laughs) and I I put it on the marquee, Paul story. I'd have 35 Paul stuff. And maybe some girls who went out with Pauls to find out how right they were leaving, you know? So we all go into the theater, and I know it's only me. It's only about me, so I make sure the door's locked, you know what I mean? Everyone's very excited because they think it's going to be about them. As soon as they see it's not about them, they want out. But I'm like enthralled. I'm surprised. Wait, the phone's going to ring. Is it the fairy princess? Is this that job I've been waiting for? It's so profoundly important. They're yawning and they're like this. It's all the, the whole, the movie isn't good. It's the audience that makes it so. We're obsessed. We're, we cherish the identification as a self. You and I are getting exactly what we wanted. You know, this idea, there's so many people who want to want to be free. There's very few that want to be free. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to want to be free, but they are, there's no, there's very few want to be free. Because there's a giving up of that. Yeah? Mm-hmm. There's a giving up of that who's going to get it. Mm-hmm. Of that who's going to be there to enjoy the relief its absence produces. Yeah? <laughs> it doesn't work. You are not invited to the party. That's why it's a party. You're not there. You don't understand. You're not wanted. You know? I'll use the thing I used last night because it's one of my favorite things. Knocking on heaven's door. That's why I like new people all the time because I do the same shit. Because there's nowhere else to go. If you're not clear on this, it doesn't matter how clear you get. It's still you getting clear. <laughs> you can't, it's not going to, you can't, the problem is not going to turn into a solution. It's just going to keep reinventing the problem. Mm-hmm. Yes? Mm-hmm. Two isn't going to fit into one. You realize there is no two, and that's it. Non-duality means not two. It doesn't mean anything else. It's a negation, and that's that. And then you find out what it is, but you can never know what it is. Because that would mean there was two things there. There was you and the knowing of something else. There is not that event. The truth is not known. Yeah? It's found out. You live it. You don't find your inner self. It expresses through this event. Mm-hmm. 
And you come to know it by its fruits, like Jesus says. You can't know the tree, but you can know it by its fruits. So you see in manifestation its signature on everything. And you get an intimation of what can't be seen, felt, taste, touched. Yeah? What's seen cannot be seen. What's hearing can never be heard. That's why there's hearing and seeing. Where do you think all notes come from? Silence. Where do you think everything comes from? Nothing. What's, what's the mother and father of a picture? The negative, not the positive. The positive can never produce a negative, but the negative can produce tons of positives. We as a thing think all well, there are are things. And we have, we've relegated ourselves to a very high position. And we're missing, we're missing the whole show. Nothing is the gift that keeps on giving. Nothing. So here's heaven's door. So here I am. I had that urge. I'm a spiritual seeker. <laughs> I'm allergic to spiritual seeking, I swear. I did a big retreat and I got sick the first night. I had to tell them I'm allergic to spiritual seeking. I can't be here. <laughs> and then they tell me, I go up and talk about it, and they tell me, can you give me an example? And I go, voila! <laughs> you signed up for seven days. This is a, this is the perennial. That's the whole thing. We are the example. We're trying to see the example. We're constantly the example, but we think we're above it and we're going to observe it. <laughs> so here, so I knock on heaven's door. And it's very, very, it's very, very off-putting when the door opens up so fast. You're thinking, God could have been somewhere else, but he's right behind the door, you know, because there's no time or space there. So you open up, and I go, can I come in, God? And he says, Paul can't come in. So I get a little bit bummed out, and I decide I better practice more. I haven't done enough, yeah? So I purify, I start fasting, I'm meditating 14 hours a day. At this point, I got the head shaved. You know, before I had the long hair and the patchouli oil, now nothing. You know, I'm going the other opposite way. My loving gaze is incredibly penetrating. <laughs> Alright, so I'm ready. I got a good spiritual resume. Knock on the door. God opens it, and I go, can I come in? And he goes, Paul can't come in. Looks right at me. So then I'm really bummed out, and I just say, fuck this, and I start partying, and I go do all this shit, and then life just washes me up on the shore near God's door, and as I'm standing up, uh, something happens, my mind snaps, and I knock on the door, and God opens it, and I say, can I come in? And he says, Paul can't come in, and I walk right by. Yeah? I wasn't being denied heaven. It, the requirement was on my side. Paul, Steve, Mary, Sue can't come in. Any identification as can enter the kingdom of heaven. Yeah? As soon as Paul had dropped, I walked right in. It was my requirement. Mm -hmm. I, it was on my side. On, 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 there isn't size, but from there, there's no requirements. It's always available at all times, right where we are. Mm -hmm. It's just that we have a requirement. We want to be there. Yeah? It's a very stubborn one, and it's burrowed into us because we're identified as it, so you don't know. You don't know that the sense of Paul is, is not true. It's fabricated. It's reinforced. Yeah? The mental process of selfing has claimed all the processes of the body that it can. Feelings 
are now held as my feelings. Thoughts are now held as my thoughts. Yes? Actions are now held as my actions. So all actions, all thoughts, all feelings are being used, are being used to facilitate the bondage of self. That's what's going on. The difference between a thought and my thought is used. The weight differential is unbelievable. You have a thought, it's just a thought. My thought, man, you're stuck to it. It's yours. Yeah? It's a bondage. You have to see it. You're, you're just being... Just because we've been walking around with this lead-packed knapsack and every way we look, everyone else is walking around with it, doesn't mean we got to walk around with it. You can drop it. Yeah? Just look at the thoughts. If you see a thought, we used it last night. It's, I just love this, um, how it represents it all. You put money up here, you put health up here, you put relationships up here. Now, based on what you think your condition is, they'll have meaning, yes? Money, health, relationships. Now add a word. Not do anything to the, the word money, health, relationship. Nothing. Not at all. It's not about that at all but my in front of it. My money. Just like I can be sitting here going, I wish all of you had money, but definitely not mine. Yeah? <laughs> I don't want any of you to get my money, but I want all of you to have money. Yeah? You don't see the difference? We're walking around with so much added weight all day. Yeah? What do you think is going to... What do you think that's driving the seeking... We want to get out from under ourselves, but you as a self can't get out of self. You as a self, me as a self, cannot get out of self. It's echoed in the history with Huang Po, the great Zen master, and all they're doing is try to save us time. It says, mind cannot seek mind. Light cannot seek light. The Buddha cannot seek the Buddha. If you keep on trying, you'll go on for eons and nothing will happen. Self cannot get out of self. Self cannot transcend what's making it. Self only appears in the mental state. That's where it seems to appear. That's where it seems to be remembered. It's all in the mental state. Now, if you think about spirituality, that's been framed by the mental state. All your ideas of spirituality, all my ideas of spirituality, are conceptualized. They've been made into something. Not the real thing, but a mental thing. And every moment, I get so crazy with this, <laughs> this whole thing, that a big fan of uh, getting into the moment. Yeah, As if you could be out of any moment you've ever been in. Getting into the moment. And then, then the next edition, really getting into the moment. And then the, the very higher up third edition, how to really, really get into the moment. It will never happen because you're missing a big thing. You can't be out of a moment. There's not one moment you've ever been out of. This is such an absurd drive. We, we live on these incredible false assumptions and we wonder why everything's tinny. Nothing works. We've been so beaten, the word de- solution doesn't even get close to what a solution is. A solution is like the abatement of something, not vigilance, vigilant watching it all the time, it's going to pop up at any second. That's not a solution. A solution is the problem doesn't exist as you anymore. That's a solution. 
When it doesn't exist for you, that's going to stabilize. You'll have it, you'll be about you'll be abiding in the truth. You'll be able to truly rest. You will not be trying to become peaceful as an agitated state. You will recognize you're not the agitated state, and therefore you are at peace. You've always had the quality of peace. It's a simple message, and repetition is helpful. Talks like these are helpful. They're not dissertations or theorems. They just remind us of the simplicity of it all. Yeah? You've got to be vigilant about your physical health. You don't have to be vigilant about spiritual health. You have to be vigilant about mental health and circumstantial and situational health, health, yes, but not spiritual health. Spiritual health is doing fine without you. Literally. (laughs) It's your big head that's in the way. The movie's going great. You keep standing up and bitching, who's that head? It's yours. (laughs) Sit down, the movie's going fine. Really. But I want to find myself in there. You're in the little corner, playing a very minor role, and it's great. What a relief. Yeah. I feel like I'm supposed to sell something. (laughs) I have Tupperware. I have containers for nothing. Popcorn for the movie. I got to sit down a second. (laughs) So when this hit me, I was going to meetings, sort of like these. And I saw that the first video we ever did was the sheep and lion thing. Because I saw a common dilemma that was going on. It wasn't so much the message that was being heard, but how it was being heard. Yeah, That the sheep will become become like a lion forever. Yeah, But it will never be able to ride or override the previous identification that it's a sheep. The point is, is the question the sheep put, yes? If you're not what you take yourself to be, you may not need what you think you need to do. Yeah? What seems like a lifelong pursuit of purification and stuff like that can be so immediate, it's happening before you even show up. Because the sense of being a self is an afterthought. It, has, it takes time for the mental process to produce it. Yes? Any process is in time. And the solution's main quality is timelessness. It has fucking nothing to do with time. Yes? It's a vertical insertion in every moment. The linear story is infused with it because it's the context. And then what we call the moment is in the content. Yeah? We're the context. It's like we were sharing last night. Here's this huge camera with an incredible large aperture. Tons of possibility in its vision, yes? Unbelievably wide. And it's walking around, and it decides to look through this small camera with a very set aperture, yeah? Maybe 30 degrees, yeah? And so it starts looking through that camera, and somehow or another, it takes itself to be the smaller camera. So now, its life is defined by that small view. All the while, it's this huge fucking camera, but it's... Because it's identified as a small one, it's defined by the small one's limitations. Yet what's causing the irritability is its hugeness attributes. Yeah? So I'm trying to make what can't be stabilized, stabilized here by managing and controlling. 
I think that if I get my emotional state, my physical state, what I call my spiritual state, my mental state, my outside circumstances, situational state, all stacked up just right, everything will be great. But what happens is, they're all, they're all affected by variables, and the biggest one of all is time. You can feel great at 9.01, but 9.02 is coming. 9.04 is coming. And by the afternoon, you're in a lifelong depression. So you're enlightened in the morning, and then at lunch, you're depressed. It can swing that much. You're never going to get a balance of these very agitated, conditional states. You're not a mental state. You're not a physical state. You're not a circumstantial state. You are something that didn't come, didn't go. Yeah? You are so available, we don't notice it. Just like most people in every cafe in Toronto today, not one person was having a conversation of the effects of gravity on them. Not one person's going, oh, gravity is really pushing my right shoulder down. And I see you, you're tilting a little more. Gravity doesn't like you today. You know what I mean? And when you're climbing up a hill, you blame the freaking hill. It's gravity. Gravity is causing it to be hard enough. You know, it's not the hill. I'm staying away from that hill. There'll be other hills. It's gravity. So here we are, constantly being influenced by a force, and because it's constant, we have no awareness of it. It's like the fish. Does it really know it's in water? I bet you it doesn't. It only knows, it's in, it only knows water when it's pulled out of it. And then that's too late. It's flopping like crazy on the deck. Yeah? But here's this gravity. No one's giving, at, attributing anything to it, and you won't know it unless you have an experience of anti-gravity. If you go into an anti-gravity chamber, you will now recognize the attributes of gravity. But you never recognize them while you're always under them. Exactly. We're not picking up what's always so. Yeah? We're not picking it up. And the only way I find that is worth its salt is to go through, you know, the assurity of being a someone and getting into that open space of I don't know, and then you'll find out. Yeah? And you'll know the problem from the solution. If you know the solution from the problem, the problem is real and the solution is real. If you know the problem from the solution, the problem is unreal, therefore there's no need of a solution. You are the solution you're looking for. You don't need a little pocket where you put the solution. You don't have to protect it or, or polish it. It's self-shining all freaking day. And it's so it will become evident to you. Yeah. First of all, you'll lose the interest of... Uh, I, the freedom I have is the freedom from the need to be liberated. Tell you the truth. The only thing that needs to be liberated is the self. The sense of being a someone. That's what needs to be liberated terribly. Yeah? But it wants to be the one that gets liberated, and that's its bondage. What happens is you'll just drop that whole fucking thing. The <laughs> dead weight. Why wait? Yeah? Find out what it looks like by living it. Not by thinking about it or studying it or listening to others, but find out living it. Yeah? Be your own authority. If 
you like scriptures, great. But why go back to a 2,000-year-old book when it's Tuesday in 2014? You're the living scripture. You're the living answer. I'll tell you, I remember when it happened. It was like my spiritual pants fell down. And I was in the I was in the town square, and I, I for some reason I didn't pick them up. I just started walking around with my pants down, and then people saying, "Oh, there's a great teacher coming in." Great, and I didn't go. I was so happy not to go. And I realized I feel exactly the same before I go into a meeting, during the meeting, after the meeting. The basic state never changes whatsoever. Why am I trying to amplify it or mute it or anything? It's pointless. Yeah. My inherent state is free. Free from all the encumbrances of the other states. Yeah? Because it doesn't have to be maintained. It's not affected by conditions. It's not in time. It's not going to erode. Yeah? It's just that. Yeah? What did it do? What does it do? It brings a great relief over the system. The system can put so many balls down. Yes? And you see something picks them up and, and runs with them. Yeah? You find out what it's like to be free instead of thinking you know what it's like to be free. Because it's totally different than your idea of it. Yeah? I mean, no one's stopping me on a subway. Oh, you've got such a bright look and stuff like that. I'm reading Yankee blogs or the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm not studying I am that for the eighth time. I am that. I'm studying it as that. You know what I mean? I like it. It's great. I have a lot of respect, but I don't need to read it. I am it. <laughs> but I want to be a better that. <laughs> I am isn't that enough for me. <laughs> I want the that of Nizagadada. Do you really know what that was, or do you have a conceptual idea of it? Yeah, yeah. Because the same thing that was available where he was, the same thing is available now. Who brought it here? Us. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. So, any questions? I'm getting very, very stirred up here. <laughs> <coughs> yes. The frame of I am that, or not this, not that, is, and you know, I am that I am. All these simpler, just I am, and experience. Well, yeah. What happens usually if you go that route, the self-inquiry. There's usually a pause that's produced sooner or later, yeah? Mm-hmm. Or it becomes obvious. So you go, I am that, and it, and it says, you ask who is that, and it says me. And then if you stick around, you ask it another question. Usually there'll be a pause, yeah? That's like your original face. That's what you are. You're that, that, you're that non-bodied awareness. That's you. It seems like it's framed in time, so you think it was just a second, but it's eternity. Yeah? And for me, it's more I am not, not I am that. Because it doesn't, see, if, you, if you're saying I am that from what you're not, that's not it. I would, just, I would just save that effort and just question what you're not. Find out what you're not, because you can study that. You can know what you're not. And in knowing what you're not, you find out what you are. I was suggesting simply I am. Yeah. I am. I am. You're the pause. Yeah, that's that's it. That's the being of it, yeah? You'll tell the difference when the intention and interest leaves the mental state and goes into being. It's a different flavor, yeah? It's got a tactile sense. You'll know it. Yeah? You'll know it. 
It's different. It's got a, it's like a different modality completely. It's not agitated to get anywhere because it's already complete. Yes? It's not being moved by time because it's timeless. It's got it's the true place where it says the Son of God has no place to rest its head. Yeah? Because you can't rest your head on a thing. But in the, the non-thingness, that's where you find rest. Yes? And it's constantly, it's like an infinite fountain. It never runs out. Yes? It's always fresh every time, any time, that you seem to drop into it. Yeah? Because it's not time. Yeah? It didn't go down after the years and got brighter because you went on a retreat. That's just phenomena. It's, it's, it's totally self-generated. Yeah? Yeah. And there's an awareness of the being. So there's the being, and then there's even, a, it's not even a father thing, but there's awareness of the being. Yeah? The awareness is like this, is the, is the stillness of non-manifestation, yes? That can be reflected by recognizing manifestation, which is the being. Manifestation isn't just that mental state. That's an interpretive state about manifestation. But manifest, manifestation's energy is being. Being, yes? Like a constant verbing. And there's also, there's an awareness of that. It's not of that, it's just awareness. But if, that, if that's going on, there will be an awareness of that. You and I are that. We are that awareness that's also the manifestation of being. We are that. Yeah? So you're seeing yourself in movement... And it, and it intimates the stillness that you are. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It has a, it, it's a very, very tactile... Uh, it's substantial, yes? It's nothing, but it's, it's very fucking substantial. It's effects, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yes? <laughs> How come I almost understand... It? everything you said, but yet I think I'll never get it. (laughs) 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 Well, let's say, all right, the message is getting through, and then the mental state arises and says, I'm not going to get it. Yes. It's always going to show up. Yes? Because it's going to claim what's going on. So, that's what happens. The message gets through... And then the mental state says, I caught it. See? The spiritual subpoena has already been served. See? You think you're going to court, but it's not for you. It's for what already is light. Yeah? Yes. So, the head wants to be relevant. That's all it's trying to be, because it's super afraid of being truly irrelevant, because that's the state. Yeah? So, it jumps in and says, I I have something to do with this. I have a say with it. You're going to awake or not. No, it doesn't. That's not going to awake. The production of selfie will still be produced, but it, it will be, you've left the auditorium, you'll hear it, but you're not listening to it anymore. It's usually different. Yeah? You're hearing it because there's consciousness, so you're picking it up, but you're not following it. You're not listening anymore. You now have an immunity to what's not happening because you have a very clear idea that something's happening. Yeah? The, the antidote to all the thereness is here. What we call here has been turned into a mental here that's chock full of yesterday and tomorrow. That's not it. There's a, more like an innermost here. Yeah? 
that's where you rest and then you realize something's not happening and what more do you need to do when something's not happening? Nothing. All you do, if you see it's not happening, what more do you need to do? If you see something's not happening, what more do you need to do? Nothing. If you do something, then something's happening. Yes. So now you have an immunity to what's not happening. Your interest and attention gets freed from that bondage of self, which is like slavery in this time, this linear time story. And now the same energy, the same interest attention that was binding you is now enriching your day. It's the exact same energy, just like faith. Faith is like a force of mind, yes? And faith, its, its effects are going to be what vehicle it's put in. So a lot of people have faith in the thought system and it's producing tons of anxiety from the fields of what's not happening. Yeah? You, we're so concerned about what's going to happen, we're very, we're very unconcerned about what is happening. Yeah? So the value has been shifted into yesterday and tomorrow, and, and it, but it can only happen now. Yeah, that's the, that's the heist of all heists, yeah? It hides it right here, but it's disguised in time. You once had it. You once awoke. You know, I see here your people this a lot. I, I had the awakening event, but I lost it. And I'm trying to get it back. I said, well, you never had it. You know what I mean? When the feeling of you had it, when the feeling of you lost it, that's when you didn't have it. <laughs> you know, having and losing are the same. They're two sides of the same coin. If you think you have it, the possibility that you can lose it becomes real to you. Yes. Yeah, it's not real. It can only seemingly be real, but it'll be real to you. So if you don't have one, you're free of the other. Yeah? So here's this moment of there and then being the dominant thing. So most people, what they're calling here isn't here. It's a mental here. Yeah? Because here is where the solution is. Where everything is. Yeah? So when you're aware of here, an immunity just grows to what's not happening. Because what's happening can override everything you've ever imagined would happen or has happened because it has one quality. All that doesn't have, it's happening. Yeah? It seems to be not much. You may not like it, but it's a very profound juice. It's actually happening. Yes? And it will override all your imaginations and this and that. But if you're in the mental here, you have no defense from the pull to this there and then. Your mind is just being like a Turkish tap and getting pulled here, pulled there, pulled there. Yes? See it. If you see it, that's it. If you see it, you, you'll have a hit sooner or later. You're not looking from it. You're looking at it. Therefore, it's not you. Yes. Yes, the true, the true spirit of neti neti, not this, not this. So you see the I am not, and then you find out what you are. Instead of think, trying to hear about the I am as a conceptual idea and then trying to know that, that doesn't work. Go the I am not. Yeah, see what you're not, and then you'll find out what you are. Yes, yes. So. Any more questions? I'm yeah. tired here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's a good segue into what happened after yesterday's meeting for me. Um, I parked my car, and I was walking up to my apartment, and it's like on in the driveway, and uh, I felt like I felt like I could see myself walking there, like I was in this like 
kind of an awareness there. And it was, I couldn't identify with that fellow who's walking there, but I felt like I'm watching this thing. It was kind of, of course, the mind grabs onto it like a few minutes later because this is something. Yeah, don't go there. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, why put emphasis on the haste? Yeah. Just, uh, just, yeah. just marvel at the jewel. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. beautiful too. It was really cool. Well, you know what? It's, that reminds me of a thing. Now I'm up again. <laughs> that reminds me of a thing because what happens is there's a production of self, yeah? The selfing is produced by the mental state with memory and thoughts and feelings. It facilitates this idea of, of having a sense that you're someone. So here's the mental state, and it produces you. And so you arrive at the game, on the game board at square three, but you're assuming it's square one because you're there. Yeah? You have that sense of being the alpha and omega, but you're not. It's really square three. And the game is totally different if you looked at it from square zero than square three. So what happens is, let's say you get four moves and you're at square seven, and then your mind opens up. What do you have the sense of? Square zero. Yes? Then you're on square 23, your mind opens up. What do you have a sense of? Square zero. Then you're at... You know, square 94, your mind opens up. What do you have a sense of square zero? There's only square zero. There's no 54, 78. The game is that zero. Yeah? So this idea of Paul is always going to be in the content. Yeah? It's always going to be in front of the camera, not behind the camera. Yet all of its workings is to assume it's behind the camera. Yeah? But you are never going to be behind the camera as a thing. Mm -hmm. Thing is not watching thing. No thing is watching thing. Yes? No thingness is watching thingness. Yeah? A thing isn't going to be... And say a thing and get to the land of no thing. You know? It would be recognized immediately. <laughs> so the feeling of you is always going to be in front of the camera. Give up. You just get it. You, why do you have to have 40 experience of it? One, six, or seven. I had like seven of them, right? First talk I ever went to, very cool. I was sitting there, the lady sharing it, and I wanted to raise my hand. I said, man, I just had something happen. I came in here, and I was observing my mental states, but, I, but there was an assumption that it was me, the real being state, observing the mental states, and I just realized it was a mental state observing the mental states. Oh! Yeah? So my lens went do 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 And this is what happens. Realis you have lots of realizations, yes? And they're all safe if they stay like this, yeah? Here's you, and the realizations open up. But what happens is when this opens up, it goes like this. And then you're seen. You're seen in front of the camera. The front of, you're, you're in, you've always been in front of the camera. So it goes, and you like it, so yes, I'm so realized, and, so, and then, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, I didn't bargain for this, I wanted to be there when it got good. Oh. So, but then the, then the cat's out of the bed, too much has been revealed, yeah? So with me, it happened about seven times, I was like this, and then I'd be at a talk, and my mind would open up. And I would be going, wow, I'm just seeing more mental states. And that what was saying that assumed it was the being. And then more would be revealed. And then I was sort of seen again, once again in front of the camera. It happened about seven times. And I got the principle. Whenever there's a proclamation, I'm seeing it, I'm in front of the camera. Yeah, I'm never going to get behind the camera. I'm never going to know what's behind the camera. Yeah? 
and just just give up, leave it, and I have, and it was incredible, man. Because this thing kept assuming it was back there, yeah, and it ain't. You're never gonna get it. That's the only reason why it works. If you got it, we fuck it up. <laughs> really, we would. If we could get our hands on it, we'd screw it up. But we can't. That's so beautiful. You're not invited to the party. All right, well, any more? No? Is there a value? What value of intent? Or is value of intent and desire, or how do they work better? Or do they? Well, it's up to you, you know. Your mind may want to work it that way. Just like the Course says. If you know anything about the Course in Miracles, I recommend a chapter called I Need Do Nothing. Yeah? It's a very good chapter because it explains uh, all these all these methods like meditation, contemplation, service, and stuff like that. And it begins, I think, I'm paraphrasing, I haven't read it in a long time, but it says, if the mind intends to be free, it will, with whatever vehicle it uses, yes? Because the vehicle isn't producing the freedom. The mind is changing, yes? The mind, it occurs and then it appears. What, what's appearing isn't causing the occurrence. The occurrence opens up and then it appears. And it can take a long route or a short route. It doesn't matter, yeah? So it says, whatever the mind intends, it's going to come to pass. So these people practice, they do a lot of yoga, they do a lot of meditation, yeah? And it says, but what happens is, they're all going to take a lot of time, yeah, usually. You know what I mean? And it can go on for seeming lifetimes. And he says, if you're reading this book, this, this book may be for you, and what it's going to do is save you time. Because if anything you're doing is worth its salt, it's going to lead to the same realization, which is, I need do nothing. Yeah? I need do nothing. So look at all the somethings you've acquired. What have they totaled up to? Nothing. Yes? Why not start at nothing? Yes? Nothing is everything. Nothing will, is the... Is the never-ending gift-giving is nothing. We've been busy trying to get something. Yeah? And all they, they all suddenly show their true nature, which is their nothing. Why not start there? Yeah? So, that's that, I think. <laughs> what time is it? Have I, have I performed long enough? Can I get my banana now? Sorry, you just came in late, but uh, you got the message. See? People don't, they, ha- they can fly over and get the message. Yes? They just, someone called me up, I'm flying over at 8.15. You got it, you got it. You got the message. Yes? Hmm? It, you know, I am that. What role that plays in this whole game? Does it play a role? What is, yes, I am that. It's just a statement. You know? no, no, this what is doesn't have to proclaim itself to be. What isn't is constantly proclaiming itself to be. Because that's how it covers its absence, is by that saying is it's I here am. all day. That is in I am. In that, there is no I am. Uh, just say that then. Don't even take the I am out of it. Does it play a role in the whole drama? That's my question. Does it play a role? Let me see. Well, if you think it does, it will. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, seriously. I'm not being I'm not being sly. If you think it does, it will. <laughs> is the game of that the whole thing is that? Isn't it? <laughs> Why are you asking me for? Find out. You are standing over there. I'm sitting here. I'd rather be sitting there. This has been hard to stand up this whole time. What? If I had answered, I wouldn't be sitting here. That's why I won't answer a question. Because if I, you answer a question, it'll be get more questions. Why not sit in the I don't know and then find out yourself finally? Yes? It will download. The information is ever-present. It will download. You'll, it will download. But if you're, if you're trying to feed it this way, you won't be fed this way. Yes? Let it, it will insert itself. And then if it wants to be translated, it will, and you'll see the assignment will change and you'll be sharing about it. If it doesn't want to stay translated, it will just bring a sense of wellness to you. And maybe no one in the world will notice it. And it won't fucking matter. Yes? Because there is no one in the world. It does what it does. Yeah? You're not going to find it through questioning. Because you'll never be satiated by an answer. No, no, I, I, no. I'm, I'm trying to... I'd rather starve you every day. I would. <laughs> I'm trying to get somewhere. That's why I don't want to help you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, yes. Conceptually. Hmm? The grace has to come from there. It's not. A, it doesn't come from anywhere. It's, it's everywhere already. Of course. There's no. There's no there that it can come from. Because that is everywhere. Yes. Yeah, so. Yeah, I haven't but talked about grace. This factor has to be looked into. Hmm? This factor has to be looked into. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it doesn't come from anywhere, where are you going to look? <laughs> Really? No, really. If it doesn't come from anywhere, how are you going to see it coming? First you say exactly. it's everywhere. Hmm? First you say it's everywhere. Because without it, nothing exists. Man, you know, if, if you had the sense it was really every, everywhere, you'd be busy swimming in it right now, not talking about it. I think everybody's swimming in it. Exactly. Like fish in water. You see a lot of people when they're underwater talking with each other? No, they're just <laughs> absorbed in it. Yeah. Grace is so obvious, it doesn't need to be heralded. Yes? I don't think so. I like to mention it sometimes in the shares, but the directors I've had the last two nights omitted it, so that's what I go for. <laughs> if I wrote notes, I probably would have had it in capital letters, but I don't write notes. All I do is show up here and, and see what happens. Yeah? And there seems to be a strong compulsion of something to express itself. So I'm willing to be the hose and the water moves through. Yeah, simple as that. Do I have the water? No. But, uh, you know, in, re in recovery you say you have to have it to give it away. I don't believe that. I, have, I say if you're willing to give it away, you'll have it. Yeah? That's how it works for me. You never have it at all. You have it by giving it away. And there's a lot of ways you give it away. Just holding the space as an anonymous person in a restaurant... All day you're available and you're present and you're of service. Yeah? There's a lot more going on than the, the action figures running into each other and apologizing. There's, there's a lot going on. And if you're aware, let's say if you've been weaned off of the idea of a self, you're now being weaned off of time, first of all. Because time and self are synonymous. 
There would be no sense of self unless time was being used to produce it. No fucking way. Yeah? So you're weaned off of that, and what is your natural condition is you are present, yeah? Which makes you available, yes? And that makes you of service. Because what most of us, as separate us's, need to have reflected is availability and presence, yes? And you'll be doing it without effort or thought or any acknowledgement that you're doing it. Yeah? The, ba- the greatest gift is the thing that is the gift that you don't think you have. You don't even know you have it. That's the greatest gift. Because it's not stamped with your name and it's mine and I did it and I got it. You have no idea where you're at. Therefore, you can be everywhere. Yes? I've never came to a talk, ever. If it was me coming here, I would have ditched many times. I would have said, well, I, was, I wasn't nice to someone three hours ago. I can't share. I'm not pure enough. It was not. I just walk in and something showed to me. It had nothing to do with anything I ever thought about. It's been always available. I don't have to win its praises. I don't have to shine up to it. All I have to do is be open to it. And I can't be open to it as a self. Because if I'm open to it as a self, what I'm previously open to is the self. Yeah? I'm already full. I'm full of shit, basically. And therefore, there's nothing that can move through me. Nothing. But when that is seen not to be so, then a lot of things happen. Yes? You find out a whole lot of stuff. So, I hope I scared everyone off from questions. <laughs> I don't have a problem with questions, but I had an experience of going up meetings when I was younger at the satsangs, and it turned into therapy really easy. So the, the quote-unquote phantom problem got its foot in the door, mm-hmm. and then suddenly it's about relationships. I mean, the self gets acknowledged, and then it's all about how to make it better. Fuck it. <laughs> this isn't a self-improvement thing. This isn't. For a while you may not feel better, and yet you'll be okay about that. Because you'll, your whole, you won't be based on feelings anymore. You won't be based on how you're thinking. You won't be, be based on circumstances and situations. You'll be baseless. So you'll outshine all those states. You know, instead of being beholden to them, because they'll demand attention. You're never going to stabilize all these states and get them all in a row so that you feel fine. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's the freedom from all that. It's, it's not freedom as that, it's freedom from it. It's not freedom as a self, it's freedom from a self. Yeah. We've been enslaved to that by trying to be free as a self. 13 hours of meditation for three weeks in the Thai jungle was all about me. Yeah. I wanted to get better. And you know what? The profundity of meditation can be incredible, but the amazing ability to have the identification of self tattoo anything it comes in contact with is unbelievable. It has no respect for 5,000-year-old traditions, no respect for spirituality, no respect for nobility. It will claim anything and everything that consciousness brings into contact. As soon as the mental state arises, it will claim what's going on. It will make it something. It will make nothing into two. That's why they say non-duality means not two. That's all it means. 
It's a negation pure and simple. It doesn't mean oneness. It doesn't mean the opposite of two-ness. It doesn't. It just means not two. Yeah? Then you find out what it means. Just see the negation of two-ness and you'll find out what that means. But you're not going to find it out from two-ness. Yeah? And I'm saying there isn't two-ness. Tunis. It sounds like a new word. Tunis. It's like a, like a subdivision. It's like a subdivision of a musician. I'm a tunis. I'm going to tune you up. I'm tuning, and you're, and I want you to come home with me. I'm a tunis. I'll tune you up, baby. <laughs> Have you ever had an epiphany? Have you ever had an epiphany ever occur? Yeah. Now, did you make reservations for it? Did you know it was coming? No, did you? Did you have you know, have a reservation and you had Kenny Loggins music in Canada? <laughs> oh, it's coming on. It's going to be a big one. I called I called the Epiphany Channel and said I'm getting a big one this week. Yes, I want you to note it. Eight hours long. <laughs> that must mean something. Mine have been longer than any Epiphany, you know, noted the last two weeks. All right, yes, you're very spiritual. So here, the Epiphany's happening. Really, basically, it's the absence of self, yeah? In time, which is amazing, yeah? And what occurs is, usually it ends when the mental state arises and says, I'm having an epiphany, doesn't it? <laughs> as soon as it arises and claims the epiphany, it seems to stop. You know what I'm saying? One arises, the other seems to cease. Because what's always so has to seem to cease when you're so. It has to be turned into an experience. Yeah? Because you're the state. You're the continuum. You're the constant thing, and you're not. So there goes the epiphany. This is what it's doing all day. If you believe in the thoughts, if you have faith in the thoughts, you're going to be full of anxiety. Because the thoughts are going to be about tomorrow, and it's very fucking scary. You could have cancer, even though you don't now. You could. And if you believe the thoughts, it's going to produce an effect in your experience right now. You'll contract and contract and contract. And like a muscle that keeps contracting, at one point, it gets old and it doesn't expand again. It stays contracted. Yes? That's the real bondage of self. You, You can't receive anything anymore. You can, but it seems like you can't, yes? Because you believe you can't. Yeah. Yes? So is anxiety an indicator that you're identifying with the self? No. If you believe you're the one who's anxious, that's an indicator. Anxiety happens, but it's the idea that it's you that's anxious, that's the indicator. Yes? Yeah. So is it... Hmm? Could emancipation be described as no self, no problem, just manifestation, or just demonstrate? Well, if you want a description, yeah, you could go with that. I'd rather have the real deal and not describe it at all. You know, I might rather just living it. But, you know, descriptions are great. What was I... Yes... So, is the yourself just trying to survive? Yes, in a sense. So, it's the ego? 
Not the ego, because the don't you feel like you have an ego? Who oh, is the we the ego? Hmm? Is the we the crown of we? The me. The That's more, no, 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 no. Because the me thinks it has an ego. So you see the act of claiming is even applied to the ego. What is it that thinks has the ego is the sense of self. So it's anxiety, yourself, hmm? coming from yourself. Yes. Coming from the self, it's not your self. Oh, okay. Well, it is yourself, but not yourself. (laughs) See, the idea of ego, you know, they're just descriptions, but most people, the feeling of an ego is they have one, yeah? Uh That feeling of having one is the sense of self, not the ego, yeah? Because their sense of self will still be there when the ego is vanquished, yes? Uh There'll still be the sense of self. So the sense of self is prior See, if there's a claiming, what's behind the claiming? Not on the other side of what's been claimed. Yeah? It's the feeling of being that one is the bondage of self. Like people, you know, we present it as this terminology called selfing. You know, as this is what the mental state is doing, the mental process. And so people will call me and say, oh, I've been selfing all day. And I say, no, that's the product of the selfing, the feeling that you're doing it. Or they say, the selfing's been driving me crazy. The you that's being driven crazy is the bondage of self, not the selfing. The selfing is just being being used to facilitate something. The feeling of being the one. That's that's the selfing I'm speaking about. It's a very vague sense, and it's usually prior to everything else. You'll have an ego from there and then lose an ego from there. You'll have problems from there and lose problems from there, but this problem will never be lost because it's you. And if it's you, you can't, ident- you can't entertain being free from it. You can only entertain freedom as it or for it. You're bound by your own belief, the mind's own belief. That's what happened to me in recovery. In recovery, from AA, you know, in recovery, they talk about self as what has defeated us. This is idea of self. And I had an intimate story of that over the years. I mean, once the information was laid on me, it was like a template that went over thousands of my pages and shrunk it into one statement. Yes? Self is what has defeated me. Yeah? And then manifests in all these ways. So, my head, finally, something happened, and I saw, I saw that, ter- that statement as a foreign installment. I saw selfing as like a mental parasite. Yeah? It doesn't have a life. It affixes itself to self-centeredness and has one through that. Yeah? So when I saw it as a foreign installment, the next thing my mind could entertain, which it could never get to before, was I could be free from it. Yeah? Because I was identified as it. I could only look at freedom as for it. You know, But when I saw it as not me, it dawned on me from it. And then a possibility started taking root that opened and opened and opened and opened from that point. Yeah? From. Not for and as. All those years in the jungles meditating and stuff were for and as. Yeah? Now I'm a meditator, which is a much more subtle identification of self as than a dishwasher. Because your mind may put more nobility on it. So you think it's more special that you meditate than wash dishes. Yeah? It makes you more special. It's the same bondage of self. Exact same. Gold chain, iron chain, it doesn't matter. The bondage is in place. Because it's in its its root is identification, you won't know it. Yeah? I had to go to a meeting such as this to find out. 
Once I heard it, I entertained the ideas, and they bloomed, or they blossomed, and my mind ran away with it. And it just started to entertain it, and things, the aperture just opened and opened, and there was, instead of looking for a light, there was incessant onness of light. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoa! You know? And then my, my body and everything had to go through a huge shift because it was used to 110 wattage, and my light bulb could handle it. Suddenly it was 220, and I, the light bulb had to change. There had to be some revisions to take to handle the energy that was moving through. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. That's all, but it wasn't the it wasn't me getting anything. The me had to go had the you had to go under like into the garage and get reworked. You know what I mean? Because most of us are like mutes, like you put in a trumpet. The mental state is muting us completely because the abstract is unbelievable. What's going on energetically? I mean, unbelievable. And so most of us are muted down quite a lot. That's the only way we think we can make it. Yeah, that we as a body and as a this mental me can make it. Yeah, so you know, it's it, it has a purpose being dull. It has a purpose getting lost in a timeline because the moment to it is scary as fucking hell. It's like here. Let's take one event, and the event is a snake molting its skin. It happens every year. First of all, it doesn't do it. The skin molts off the snake. Yeah. So, okay, one event, but we're going to look at it from two points of view. From the skin's point of view, it's a very, very scary proposition because the skin is assuming it's a snake. But when it falls off, the snake is still snaking, yes? So, it's telling the snake's little brain, buy moisturizer. You know what I mean? Don't go out in the midday sun. Watch that rock. It's, it's you know, it wants you to not take keep the skin on, baby. Yeah, so it's like fucking apocalyptic from that point of view. <laughs> from the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah. It's gonna be it's gonna have a much shinier thing, will attract females better, it's smoother over the rocks, it's lighter. I mean it's hallelujah. But a lot of times we're aligned with the mental take. We're aligned with the skin take. So we're scared shit of freedom. Yeah? We are. We are we're not scared of wanting to be free. We can do that for years. Yeah? But we're really scared of freedom. Yeah. That's true. And it's fine. Admit it because you're not that. Instead of being beholden to that contraction, recognize it. You don't have to be proud or anything about it. Just see it as not you, and it may not stay a contraction. Yeah, open up. So the snakes, the skin's falling off anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And the snake's better for it. Yeah. All right, can we, we're in tonight, eh? Is that, in the, did you get enough? Do you yeah. feel, yeah. yes? Yeah. No, what? Yeah. <laughs> You could have saved me a lot of time coming earlier. You could have ended this before it began. It's like the buffet where we keep on chewing. <laughs> Thanks, the buffet's finished. Well, the thing is, it's always, you know, like, whatever, you know. You know, when you, when, like, we sit and try to get quiet, it was already there. Yes? Yes, yes. You're not connecting to it. You're connecting with everything else as it. Yeah? You're not connecting to it. (laughs) You're connecting with everything as it. 
There's silence and loudness. There's never... Silence is the mother and father of everything else. There's, you don't have to conjure it up. It's already so. Yeah? You're, being, you're in a state of meditation already. Something's meditating us. Don't you have a feeling something's looking out of your head that never blinks? Yes. You've been, a, you've been an object of meditation for quite a while. You're just, th- you're confused. You think you're the subject that does the meditation. <laughs> this is an object of meditation. Awareness is meditating on these. It doesn't, it doesn't, it can meditate on billions of us at once. Yeah? <laughs> you know, you think there's a, there's a certain quantity of consciousness, you know, that there's only 500 million, now there's 9 billion people. There can be 800 zillion people and they'd all be conscious. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be like, uh oh, this is the last one to get consciousness. We've run out of consciousness. It has nothing to do with it. Millions of camera locations, one camera location. Consciousness is all that it's always available everywhere. It's just moving through. In animals it's seeing through the nose, through smell. In us it's seeing through the eyes, yes? You know what I mean? It's just go it's just it's not to, it's moving through all different gates and it's like producing a kaleidoscopic event, a kaleidoscopic event, yeah? It's see, undifferentiated light is moving through all these different bodies, seeming or it's just dreaming them, yeah? And then it differentiates. So beautiful in a way, yeah? So it sees itself in millions of patterns, yes? Yet never loses itself. That's cool. All right, well, I hope you guys come back. We're going to have a fucking roaring weekend, man. <laughs> and at the end of it, the secret handshake will be revealed to a select few of you. <laughs> yeah, so don't miss it. <laughs> you did! <laughs> <laughs>